Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. This is Mocha T, this is Capri. And this is Mika. And this is Dante. How so we're talking about, though? Um, I don't know, Mohegan was actually pretty good. Friday was fun. I had a good time Friday, Friday the comedy show. That comedy show was funny. Juice, Juice Man, follow him at, what is it, at Juice Man? I am Juice Man. Oh, I am Juice Man on Instagram. And Demetrius Deason on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had a good time at the comedy show. It was pretty it was funny. funny. Some of the people were funny. Like the first lady, I don't know. She was kind. Of, it was like that dry humor, like that we normally I think that don't probably, get. She probably had not been on the stage often before. No, like you talking about the first first before, lady, the very first lady that came up there and sit that, up next, so, to, next to us after. with her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she was because she just kept on giving that fake laugh. <laughs> you know, and you know what? I felt bad because the person I was there with was like, "Where's she from? Tell us to take her back and uh, send her back." And I didn't know that her boyfriend was sitting oh, right there. Oh, none of us did. We was. I mean, I like, know until she came up there, and it was like no, like, not until she came up there until. Capri said something to the guy, and he said it was his girlfriend. Yeah, we knew it was his girlfriend before she got up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was kind of like, oops, shouldn't have said that. But that's the thing, you know, you never know who is sitting uh, around you. No, nah, you, don't. you don't. You gotta watch what you say. Yeah, but the but the lady that was in the blue that was talking about the biracial kids, and she then, wasn't funny either. Well. So her and she the, wasn't too bad. She wasn't bad. And then the guy who was like the funniest in the red jacket, I actually saw both of them at uh, Looney Bin. I performed oh, okay. at Looney Bin not too long ago, maybe like a month ago. They were and the little young girl was cool. The yeah, she, really girl. she was funny. You know who else was funny was the African yeah, American or whatever. He was funny. Yeah, he was yeah. funny too. Yeah. When he came out there and was like, I got a few jokes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about how his sister, like, what do you, you got time to like, because wasn't she like a doctor and she, she said she was like, Olympia, was in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was in the Olympics. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. And but the, that is the crazy. main guy though. You know, the headliner was cool. Yeah. yeah. He got tired, though, at the end. You could tell he was kind of like, uh, when am I done? Right. He was cool, though. Yeah. But that does seem like a lot of pressure, though. Like, if you have, like, a a really successful sibling, and then you come up behind your sibling and your parents looking at you like, why aren't you like them? That seems like oh, that definitely. would be a lot of pressure. But a lot of um immigrants are kind of like that. So they kind of come. It's like we have the opportunity over here that we don't have anywhere else. So a lot of them are really hard on the kids. Yeah, heck yeah. That is true. School, financially, yeah, they are. Yeah, because I work with a guy who, um, his parents ask him every day why he ain't quit yet. <laughs> really? <laughs> he Asian. And they keep asking, because he didn't have, now he got like, he got his, he got like two, a batch, a master's, his bachelor's and his master's at the same time. So while he was going to school, he got both degrees at the same time. So I his know parents you are like about that same time. I thought it, it was your bachelor was like a prerequisite to the to your master's. master's. I don't know what I didn't he know did. That you could get both. I didn't either, but he got both at the same time, and they like, okay, look. I know you can double major and get a double bachelor's mm. degree. Yeah, or so a master's, he, but I didn't know you can get both. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you could probably start taking some of the other classes in the process or whatever. I don't know. Unless he just took a whole bunch of classes and. 
had so many credit hours. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how that works. I just, that's not something I would want to do. Well, but they probably have to. They probably have not no a lot choice. Of right. Their parents are probably really hard on them. Like, it could uh, be. so he, so the fact is, he's got this, he got his bachelor's and his master's, and he's only like 23, maybe. Oh, wow. 24. He's really young. His parents is like, what in the hell are you doing with your life? Because, you know, we don't make a lot of money. <laughs> And then it's really stressful and it's a lot. They like, what are you doing with your life? Like, why are you, you need to find another job because we know you got the potential to do more. But what would you think? Like, if your kid had a bachelor's and a master's and was making less than what, like. I mean, it's a lot of people out in the world that's doing that. It is a lot. Like, it ain't even, like, a lot of people go to school all them years and get their bachelor's and their master's and do nothing towards that actual, you know what I'm saying, that major. And they don't make a lot of money. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people that do that. So I can't, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, as a parent, how it would feel. But, I mean, I just know a lot of people that, in the world, that do it. I think they say, like, the majority of people don't even work in what they went to school Before. for. Yeah. Are you working in what you went to school for? Mm-mm. See, and I'm not either. I mean, I think the other thing is this, too, because, like, um... I don't think a lot of really, they don't really teach you that a lot of the majors that you go into really realistically aren't, um, you come out of school and you just kind of have a degree more than like, so like accounting and finance and things like that are more engineering or more like tailored to what they have to do when they come out. Exactly. Whereas you have some degrees who are just like general degrees, like business management. That's so powerful. <laughs> I mean, what can you, you just, well, you can actually do a lot with that. Though. No, you can do a lot with it, but I'm just saying like, you know, it's just kind of in general. the real world. It, it's general, but yeah, I mean, you can do quite a bit with it. Cause it's some jobs, they just want you to have some business hours or a business degree. They don't exactly. really care like what it's in. Right. I mean, I don't really get that whole thing anyway, because they train you. You have to learn the job anyway, so it just it doesn't really make sense to me. It's almost like if you stick with the program or you stick with it, then it'll work itself out or whatever. Hopefully. Maybe. But that's I think that maybe it's just the level of commitment. Because some people go to college and are dumb as rocks. Well, they say it's like a business. If you, I don't know, like the 13th Amendment that show that's on Netflix, they say that it's all a business. It is. I mean, it would they're make just, sense. They're just making money off of it. They have these requirements at these companies. They're all in it together, and it's crazy. And you I mean, still got to go through training. You still so got to go through training. I mean, and like, you got five I mean, and then like, ten years sometimes college. some jobs will allow you to come in with a bachelor's degree once they have gotten as many people as they need, then they up the requirement. So... Say, for instance, you you know, you get hired on as with a bachelor's, then somebody behind you might get hired on with a master's. It doesn't necessarily mean that they know the job or they can do the job any better. It's but just they, may make more they make it. Well, they what they're doing is weeding out applicants. They are. And then some people make like we used to didn't have to have at our job like a degree, period. Now coming in, you have to have at least a degree. You have really? to have a. Yes. Like we did not used to have that. My job have to have a degree. But now coming in, you have to have a degree. So you're going to make, if you don't have one, you can't get hired no more, period. You know, but if you do have one, it's going to be based on experience and what kind of degree determines kind of what your pay is going to be. Like, really? Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we got, that's like a 20%, like maybe like a 20% increase that some people give. They have their master's in our job. So if you have your, like us, you have to have your bachelor's. But if you have come in with your master's, then you there's a there's an ability to make a like twenty percent more or whatever. Oh, okay. And it but it depends on what your master's is in. 
So if your master's oh, okay. is in, you can't just have just a master's in anything. You have to have a master's in something close to social work. Otherwise, they're not going to recognize it. Oh, okay. See, in my job, it doesn't matter if you have a bachelor's or a master's. You're still going to get paid the same. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, what it does, it just gives you, you know, like an upper, you know, somebody else. Like if you're up against somebody with a bachelor's and you have a master's, they may choose you over the person with the bachelor's. But the, just you only have to have a bachelor's to work there. Okay. So... I mean, that's the only benefit to it is that you might get the position over somebody else. But, I mean, as far and as I don't pay, even see why, why maybe just dedication and going to school because somebody with a bachelor's degree could be more well qualified for the position than absolutely. somebody with a damn master's degree. But, absolutely. You know, I mean, and I guess it, some of it is experience, too, I guess, because when you, you get a little bit more experience when you go to college, kind of learn how to be a little more diverse and how and to talk should, and how know. to kind of conduct that's, business and things like that. Because, I mean, I, I have no degree at this point, but... I don't care who come into my job, girl. <laughs> experience wise, if you didn't did it, you know before, you know coming in my job, I still don't have. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where they shouldn't make nowhere close to what, because I, I still have more experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's the know, same here, because like um, we were talking the other day, and I was saying I think I'm gonna go back and get my master's. Um, I just haven't figured out which direction I'm gonna go yet, but um. They were like, I was like, I mean, it's stupid because they like make your, they make, they require that your, um, your undergrad degree that you have a particular GPA. But I've been doing a job long enough that it don't really matter what my GPA is. Not only does it, you know, like I'm going to get in here and it's going to be live experience. I got experience in the job. So why does it matter? So like it's things like that I think are stupid to me. But maybe they do that. It's like a form of weeding certain people out. And that's what, so the program changes. It fluctuates, so that's the other part. So, we were at the time that I applied, there were so many, so many applicants. Now, the, although all those applicants have completed the program, mm-hmm. they have now they're at this point of asking, like, so they asking and begging us to be in the program now. <laughs> so the requirements are different, but I think that that's kind of more of what what it is. I think it's just more of a process of elimination kind of thing versus really truly can you do the job or do you really have the skill to be able to complete the program or whatever yeah probably so so i have a question for y'all so name something <laughs> petty that that you would take after a breakup <clears throat> something petty that you would take mm-hmm. after a breakup so you and your dude break up and maybe he's staying at your house or you stand at his house or whatever what's something that's real petty that you would take after y'all break up Probably nothing. I don't know. I, I wouldn't take none of your stuff. Your coochie privileges. That's about all. I mean, my thing is, I'm just, I ain't never been a type of person to take nothing. So what do you think something that, I mean, what is something petty to take? Like petty to take? like Yeah, like TV cords. I just I automatically thought about my kids because like whenever they piss me off, I take like TV cords. I cut off the Wi-Fi. Now, bitch, if you taking TV cords, you is real petty. That's what I do, though. But I'm just saying, like, if you leave a relationship and get <laughs> yeah. mad at somebody and take a TV cord, then, bitch, you need to leave. Like, I you, mean, but this I relationship mean. needed to be done if you was that petty. Because you probably didn't start off that petty. Like, you, this ain't the first time you didn't exactly. been but that guys petty. But do it, too, though. People are just... That's what I'm saying. But it's not period. That's what I'm saying. Pe- yeah. Period. If, like, if when you leave, your thought process is to take the cords from the TV... 
then I would have to say that your thought process throughout the relationship has probably been that damn petty to begin anyway. Why well, I don't think this is the first so time. Right? I don't think this is the first I time. I ain't doing that though. Taking back the strings out of shoes. No, I can see taking TV cords because what if he was a dude that was always on the Xbox all the time? And we broke up. I, I don't bet know. you ain't gonna play this. Yeah, motherfucking you ain't playing. You, you ain't playing today. Play I bet you ain't gonna Netflix and shit with that bitch tomorrow either. <laughs> you ain't doing it today. Not and I just thought about it because I just took the Xbox cord because I take the you know the whole cord and I take TV cords. Y'all ain't got to watch TV around here. Not when y'all in trouble. Y'all not. And so I could see like a female doing that. I mean, if you do that, that's. I ain't even thought about that. That ain't even crossed my mind. When it's time for you to go, I'm ready for you to go and pack up all your shit. Cords and all. I ain't never been a type. I ain't of taking those shoestrings. I don't want. Well, I don't even. I might even give you all the gifts you gave me. Shit, I ain't depending on what that looked like. I think we should just part ways. Yeah, I don't think I should just like give you anything back. I hope you don't ask for nothing back, and I'm not gonna ask you for nothing. Because I think it's petty for people I to mean, ask for gifts. What about that damn shirt I bought you? No, you ain't got that shirt I bought you last Valentine's Day in there. I, just I mean, because some people think like example, like what if she thinks um, I want to take? I'm taking my gift back because I'd be damned if I see him out with another girl with this shirt on that I bought. Like. I think that shit is petty. I don't think that either, but I'm just saying, like... That's petty. That's what I'm asking y'all. What's the petty thing that that you would take? I don't know. Even if you wouldn't. My thing is, like, even in, like, uh, say you engage to somebody and y'all decide to call it quits, I mean, do you give your ring back? Because I are like, I think it's petty for him to ask for the motherfucker back. Like, I mix, but I don't think you. Right. I think it depends on if you. So you are we, am you I still actually, making payments on that motherfucker? Because if I'm still making payments, well, give it first back. of all, if it's an engagement, I hope he ain't making payments. I mean, I'm just right. saying, so he might be making payments. Might, if you making might. payments, then you need to get that motherfucker back. Because then that means that you, he's still making payments on that ring. After he, he might should have thought about all that before he went and purchased it. Is my thing. <laughs> because my thing is, uh, you went out. To wherever you went out to with the thought of me in mind and you purchased an actual engagement ring and you're going to ask for it back. Like, who the fuck is you going to give it to? What if you're going to just go pawn it and then put the money towards the But payments? why would you ask for it back if you gave it to somebody? I don't think that's, that's petty. Just, that's petty. I don't think that's, that's petty. That's why I, I said I'm on the fence because I don't really think that's petty, but I mean, I don't know. I just wouldn't want you walking around with a ring that I'm still making payments on. I wouldn't want you to walk around on ring with a ring I'm still making payments on either. Or allow her to give it back. So Please like if so, ask for it back. so if so beyond getting engaged, so you marry right? Your yes. your man husband marries you right, and then y'all get so far in, and he upgrades. I got a friend who upgraded his wife's ring, and then they got a divorce. Should she get? And then he was stuck for umpteenth years afterwards paying. Off this ring, off for his wife. That's just choice, though. But I mean, it's still his choice of whether you get engaged or right. To me, that's just something that you got to be different to me. I mean, I'm just saying it's something you got to swallow. But I mean, you got to chalk up to the game. That's just like a whole you. You'd have paid for a whole maybe ten thousand dollar wedding and shit. The shit didn't work. Yes, something you just got to chalk up to the game. So shit, you might you still might be in lack on that. So I'm gonna need you unless I just say here this motherfucking ring go and you can leave. Then I'm gonna need you not to ask for it back. But as far as me, when I got a divorce, I wasn't giving my ring back. I like it was my it's my ring, and I like my ring, and I wasn't giving it back. I mean, I'm just saying, I I don't think it would be petty for somebody to ask for it back. I don't think that's petty. I mean, you can. Ask I think all taking the plugs out of shit and is let petty me shit. Add, get that 
Come on, give me your wedding ring. What? I mean, he if he. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't ask you directly. I would probably put it in the decree. But I'm talking about <laughs> like, no. But I'm talking I mean, about more of like I mean, gifts. What's petty is like you you buy me a Michael Kors purse or whatever purse for Christmas, and you like let me get that purse up off of you. Or let I think me, it's all like petty. stuff like that. Like no, but a wedding Anything. ring. I can kind of. I mean, or or an engagement ring. If I, I purchase it for you, or you purchase it for me, and you actually open your mouth to ask for it back, I don't give a damn if it's from a T-shirt to fucking shoes to a purse. It all of it's petty. Because if you got to ask for it back and you already purchased it for me, for me, I, I, it's all petty. I can understand. If you got to ask for anything back, it's petty. I mean, I'm I can understand the ring if he asks for it, if he's making payments. I can logistically, in my mind, I mean, legitimately in my mind, say, okay, I can get that part. Even in a wedding, in a like any of that. Like, I get that you can't, you're not going to get the service. You're not going to get your money back from the food. You're not going to get your money. I mean, but if you run, I'm all, are you walking around with this ring and for four more years, I'm making payments on this damn um, ten thousand dollar ring that I upgraded. Right, so I think <laughs> I, I think that's the. Thing. I mean, and I'm not. I might not necessarily ask you for it back, but I might in the divorce decree. But it's people in divorce decrees asking to split up fucking towels. And couches and all that, and that's dumb as shit to me. Like, I mean, that's just petty to me too. I mean, we bought this. We like, bought this uh, dining room, uh, this the kitchen set together. So I, you get two plates, I get two plates. You get two bowls, I get two bowls. I'm gonna be like, nigga, just take this really shit. Doing yes, that no, they are. They're they are really doing that. Yeah, that's real petty. Like, I'm not doing that. You know what? Take the plate set. Take all the damn towels. I'll just buy some more and go on. So I was talking to somebody. I had this conversation about divorce recently or whatever. And I said I was at the point to where it didn't even matter. Like, if you want everything, take everything. Because I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to. I'm choosing my peace. And I'm not going to fight you back and forth over this stuff. And they were like, no, you shouldn't give up that easily. You should. You should have fought. I mean, even though everything went in my favor. But they were saying, no, you should fight for your stuff. You should fight for it. But I mean, but how I much do? Why. But how much do you fight though? Like, why do we need to divide the towels and the sheets? Like, I get all the fitted, you get all the flats. Like, I mean, what we do <laughs> exactly. I think it's a power <laughs> thing at that point. I think it becomes a power struggle say, at a certain point. Come to that point, like you know, uh, I bought the microwave, the refrigerator. You know, you take. I mean, the bigger part. I bought that. No, if you bought I that am. and you asking, nah, like if you asking it for it back. Go go ahead and take it. I mean, if I'm you purchased it, it, yeah, either. I'm not gonna fight for. it. I'm not fighting for nothing. I'm not, I'm not saying if of... you purchased it or if I purchased it. But I'm just saying it's kind of petty to ask for it back. Like if we, my well, mm. depends on the situation. Like if we like married, my thing is if we married, I'm the woman. I got the kids. You purchase whatever the appliances in the house, and then when you say you moving out, you like you know well I'm taking the microwave and it, nigga. Like, you real fuck. I got the kids here, and you telling me that you want the fucking microwave and the refrigerator and washing machine? You real petty. Okay, so what if you y'all go ahead and take it? What if y'all do 50-50? Can he take it then? I, I still think it's petty because 50-50 still, the kids, if I'm the primary or whatever, and they there, why would you want to take some shit? Come so on, then man. take the That's kids just... out of it so there's no kids because some people don't have kids. So I think it's just petty to ask for appliances. I just... I think that there's this thing called peace of mind and I'm just like whatever the fuck. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna whatever you go because I think sometimes what happens is people are wrecking your mind, trying to figure out trying to find a button to push to piss you off. That's all it is. That's you know, I'ma take the microwave. You didn't mad you weren't mad I took the microwave. So now I'm gonna take the stuff. But that's a normal you, you know emotion. Like you just you're you're emotional. 
I'm not, not, I'm not that emotional. I'm, not emotional. I'm, no, I'm seeing yeah. the whole breakup, getting a divorce, or breaking, up, breaking apart. It's an emotional thing that's happening in your life. And so, yes, I'm mad. I want you to be mad. So, I'm going to try to push your buttons and piss you off. I mean, I mean but that's the normal. thing. Like, I've never, I don't, even in the splits that I've had, like, it's never been a, I'm emotional, you emotional, I'm going to be mad and try to figure out a way to piss yeah. you off. Because to me, I'm just like, that's too much energy going into that into that situation like i'm not putting that much energy into less if you walk out of the door with every goddamn thing but see that's you and just like it was me i choose peace but some people it's not like that some right people, that's what i'm saying that shit is so petty to me like they're gonna, they gonna find ways to push each other's buttons and right gonna, but that just lets you know that you're not over it are they just yeah i think that that's that part so if we still if we're going back and forth and i'm trying to find ways to piss you off and make you mad then it probably means i'm really not over I'm this i'm still in love i'm and still in love and right and i'm feeling some kind of way yeah, right i want this to work because otherwise i'm gonna say if he say i want the you know you need to give me half the towels what about you take them all and right. I just go buy new ones. Right. If you need the towels, go ahead and take all the towels. Yeah, just buy well, I need the I need the pots and pans. What about you take all those too? I just go buy some more. Because I'm not even going to argue right. about that type stuff. Right. I'm not right. even going to argue. I'm going to get all the way down to if you get to talking about I'm keeping a house and okay, well, you by all means. Then I'll figure it out. Like, and I'll just have to rebuild and go from there. And or, you just keep out of shit. Or maybe some people are just like extremely strapped for cash and they can't just go out and buy it. And so it's more What's that, extremely strapped for cash that you can't buy a dollar towel from the Dollar Tree? Who buy dollar towel from the Dollar Tree? If I, I mean, if I it mean, come if down it, to it, it you extremely I mean, strapped I guess, for cash, why I mean, I guess, but I'm I'm not talking about towels. I'm, I mean, more of like appliance wise. I mean, appliance wise, I can get that part too. I can understand. You can't being, just go out and just buy everything right away. I mean, because y'all were you're taking one household, moving they go it into, move into two, an apartment, shit. and then you you're right. having to do deposits, pay everything by yourself. So then you might situated. need to move somewhere so where it, some it appliances be, already provide. It might exactly. be one of them situations where it's like, okay, well, I don't really have the money to buy it, so can we work something out? Like you keep this, I keep that. Well, see, I think Maybe. that gets because if the, this is the other part too, is I think sometimes we give people too much power in that. Um, negotiating shit too because i don't want to go like so if you're at the point where you like i'm taking it all you clearly don't like you trying either you trying to piss me off or you don't give a damn so this going back and forth negotiating thing like i'm with mika like well maybe we need to maybe i got to then go downgrade to an apartment and me and the kids gonna have to live in a one bedroom until we can until i can pull it together and figure it out extra money is what i'm saying is that a person would have to get used to and adjust it that's all i'm saying yeah you do I mean, um, it's it's an adjust- I mean, that's way. just an adjustment you're you going to have regardless. Because if y'all splitting up, you're going to have to adjust to life regardless of what it may be or what it is, appliances or whatever the case may be. I just think that some people get way too petty with taking stuff. I mean, if you done, be done. Don't start, you know, let me get this, you know. Matter of fact, I bought them flat irons for you two years ago. You know, <laughs> no, no, no the cheese. I need the cheese back. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, brother, are you going in a flat iron yes. in your hair after I leave? Like, I'm you confused. ain't going to be wearing your hair flat with that nigga? <laughs> so you ain't going to like, that's... But what? I do think that's why divorces, like, linger on, like... I mean, and to so think long, about how much is, money you're because... spending to the attorney who thinks this shit is the dumbest shit in the world because they talking about you too. To their co-workers, their family and some shit. And they talking about this dumbest shit. And you spending all these thousands of dollars for six months because y'all trying to figure out who going to take the damn towels. And, and the who sheets. Gonna, <laughs> right. Like, what? just let that shit go. Nigga, them sheets got, <laughs> sheets got holes in them. <laughs> I mean, like, I might go in there. Hold on, look. I might go in there and fuck on a couple of the pair of sheets before I give them to you. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> 
Here. <laughs> take these, take these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, nigga make sure, make sure he come all over this. Okay. <laughs> right here, I need that you to pull out and come all over this. That, that would be so petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be petty. But no, some, it's a lot of people. Look at he unfolding. It's all stuck together. Like this bitch. Hard. Yeah. Like crunch, crunchy sheets. <laughs> I bet you won't be. I bet you he won't be. Doing you and like Keisha these can't sheets. sleep on these sheets. Not these, right? Not today. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just think know. I don't know that. To I be just ain't never been petty. I guess I've never been that petty one. Mm-mm. But again, I've always purchased everything in my houses. <laughs> so when you leave, all you can do is take your clothes. You know, that's all. Well, I see it's been nice. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can't really Enjoy. pack up shit because I just always was. It's the same here. I mean, I've only lived with one person in my life, so. So, I mean, I really can't relate to that. Well, yeah. I guess I've only lived with one person, too. But the thing was, if something ever happened, God, he knows that he would just leave. Because I got the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, God forbid me and my husband have to get a divorce, but he ain't on. Like, what would you take besides your clothes? You just got to go. Like, you can't take anything. Like, me and the kids is here. You can't take nothing. I live with two people, and both times I let them. You take all your stuff. And I just whatever it, and if you feel the need to take the TV, oh, no, I stay with two you feel people the too. need to you I feel the need to take person. your sh- whatever you feel oh. the need to take the shoes you bought me whatever I'm not about to fight about it I'm just gonna let you pack off whatever you feel like you need to pack off pack it no Go. I even, even heard of uh, women even going in rearranging apartments and houses <laughs> we, and stuff we was gonna do that one time I, but I know somebody at my uh, somebody else I know said they came home and their stuff was rearranged. Right, we was gonna yeah. do that one time because yeah, one of my friends rearranged. The house. One of her boyfriends was you know, like cheating, and then so we was gonna go in there and just fuck with him and rearrange his house. You know, just move the couches and shit. It was funny. We was like, yeah, let's do it. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> like, let's move his couch. He walk in and shit be all rearranged. That's yeah, that would be that's petty oh, some petty ass shit. That's some petty shit. Petty shit would be uh, taking a tire. So nigga, you had a flat tire yesterday. I'm going to take my tire. <laughs> so, since you had that flat tire, you and Keisha, y'all, I don't know. She needs to find you. She needs to buy you a tire. So, I'm about to okay. take this tire on the front right half of the car. Because uh, it, it came from my, my checking account. I bought that. I didn't did some petty stuff, you know, during the breakup. I didn't have one of my homegirls get out and write on his windows with lipstick before. But I ain't just never took nothing, you know. I'm like, you know, uh-uh, I'll pull up. Girl, I'm going to drive. i pull up. You jump out. We seen this car at the at the Brahms. You jump out. You write on this window. Did it taste good? That's oh, on this front window lipstick. Did it taste? You know, good? I wrote on somebody's window too with lipstick. Did you? With my damn Mac lipstick at that. Oh, you play too much for that. <laughs> Shit, you should have stopped at the dollar tree. Right, you should have stopped. You should have stopped at CVS on the way. Yeah, got you a red bad. lipstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of them situations where I rolled up and saw that car. Like, oh yeah, he got me fucked up. It didn't. She was like, what I got in the purse? Yeah. Okay. Damn, all I got is me. <laughs> I, 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 I think I might have did that too. I'd be like, there his car go. Ain't this bad? There that dick go. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to pull up. You jump out. I'm going to keep the car where you just write on this thing. Put, did it taste good? And she going to be like. So have y'all ever done drive-bys on people's houses before? Like drove by somebody's house? Like. To see if they there, see somebody there with them. Yeah, a drive-by house, you know they hang out, they frequent often. If they ain't home, I'm gonna hit that one too. Yeah, (laughs) that's what that's what happens. Cause that's gonna be the first. That's gonna be the first thing he say when you hit. You know, he ain't at the house. He gonna say that he was over so and so's house. Nah, nigga, no, you wasn't. 
Because I went by there too. And that's when I rode with the lipstick because I drove by the house. He wasn't at home. And I'm like, okay, he ain't at home. He ain't answering his phone. Let me roll by this other house. And he was over at that other house. Ooh, some people make you crazy, don't they? They show. They do. And, they and that do. is make true. Make you do like, shit that like you people, typically wouldn't do. And yeah. bring the worst out of you. Some yes. people will bring. Yes, man. They some people, people will bring the worst. That's out true. Of they, you. they they different people bring out different stuff in you, and they some do. people can just like drive you crazy. Like, look. And some people you just let it go. Like, I'm gonna just let this go. It ain't even worth it. All right then. It, it was nice, but some people will make you drag that shit on and start taking the fucking refrigerator <laughs> and, like, and I'm plugging it. It's like I'm taking a TV card. <laughs> some people will make I you do some did. shit like that. Yeah. I ain't never I, done it, but I, I could understand. I just the house and rode on the car. I, I did. mean, I, 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 never, I, I, I ain't never rode on nobody's car. I have driven by houses before. Oh, I did buy him some... Um, cologne or something, I think for Christmas or for something or whatever, and it was in the car. I just broke it. You ain't finna smell good for this bitch, nigga. Click. Not with my shit. Oh, shit. Click. Well, see, I never done that either. Yeah. That's petty, too. Yeah. But That's that was, petty. I mean, it was all in like the same night. And after I know, that, but it was still, like, you know, you was just a no, petty night for you. It was a petty night, and I was yeah. so pissed, and I'm like, you know what? I'm cool. I mean, we didn't have petty nights. I just ain't never took nothing back, but I done had some petty nah, nights. But it was just sitting there. It was just, yeah. it was just sitting right there, and I just broke it, like, so. Yeah, so, for this, this kind of goes into, I guess, I talk. So, crazy. Yeah. Crazy women. A crazy shit people do. So, what's the difference between... So, we our, our conversation is the difference between aggressive and disrespectful and strong. So, you know, strong all of us say women. we're strong women. I thought it was an aggressive woman and a strong woman. Aggressive can be woman aggressive, versus a strong, strong woman. woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, we all say we're strong women, right? So, what's the definition of, like, a strong woman? How would you kind of define a strong woman versus defining, like, an aggressive woman? I think a strong woman would just be somebody, on, you know what I'm saying, that just don't stand, you know, no matter what, like, stand on, they stand ground. They're going to do what they need to do no matter what the case may be. You know, if you got to, you're going to get up and go to work, you're going to, you ain't looking for people just for handouts. So you're going to do what you got to do if it comes to education, job, relationship, you know, your kids, being a mother. I think all around you're going to be kind of equally yoked all around. You know what I'm saying? Where shit just don't bother. You know what I'm saying? You just don't let shit, like, bother you and stuff like that. Versus, a, I think aggressive would be totally different. Aggressive but. is more, like, attitude related to me. Strong is, like, more of, like, just a part of your character, who you are. Um, cause you gotta be strong for certain stuff. Like when you're a single mother, you have to be strong for your kids. You gotta get it done. But aggressive to me is more of like attitude. Like you angry. Um, you get pissed off easily. Like that to me, that's more of like being aggressive. Can you be both? You could be. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I can't. Do you think sometimes I, some women, what, what has happened is some women have to be so strong that they become aggressive. They probably I think become so. angry, which, yeah, could turn into being aggressive. When we first start talking about it, so I looked it up this morning. I'm going to read it to y'all. It says, what is an aggressive female? Women are more likely than men to be aggressive and controlling towards their partner, according to a study. The research found that uh, women show controlling behavior along with serious levels of uh, threats, intimidation, and physical violence when in a relationship more often than men. So aggressive woman and like you know i guess just being it, it's me aggressive with i guess you could be both because i've been told I, I can be kind of aggressive oh you know 
And I, I think a strong woman can come off as being aggressive. You can. I mean, just depending on how you come about with the situation. Because I've been told that I'm not just the easiest woman to deal with. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to a relationship. And I used to be like, what? You know, I, I cannot believe this. But no, I've been told, like, you know, I've been aggressive. Like, I didn't been told by my husband, like, stop being the man. You know, you need to stop being the man. You need to kind of take it about three notches down. Because you are too aggressive. And, you know what I'm saying? They come off controlling. And it could. I mean, but I have been told. And I just feel like I take it as being strong. But a lot of men don't take it as being strong. That's for sure. I think sometimes, like, um, the label of, like, strong, like, I'm a strong woman. And then I think sometimes the com- um, the compiled, like, stressors and things that you deal with every day and the way that you deal with life. And I think sometimes you're kind of forced to be a little more aggressive because you're the person who has to protect your family, protect your kids, protect, like, you're the voice for your family. So, example, like, you can't be meek. So if something goes wrong with your kids, you get to the emergency room. You, it's just you and your kid. You know, somebody sees a pretty face and they start trying to feed you bullshit. You're going to stop and, and call them out on that bullshit. Like, no, that's not what's going on. That's not. And somebody may mistake that as aggression versus, and I think a lot of times what ends up happening is that transcends from, or that goes from like our regular everyday life where I'm the person who's having to deal with my kids. I got to get up. I got tired or no matter, tired, sick, no matter what it is, I got to get it done. I think sometimes that I got to get it done mentality transcends into relationships. So I think some men see like, well, you're really strong, but I just have a really got to get it done mentality. So I might be really um, abrasive or I may be really kind of the way I say stuff is just snappy. It just, you know, I need to get it done. Not necessarily meaning that it's towards you, but I think sometimes it comes off as that way. Or just comes off, you know, even aggressive could be like just coming off, coming because you say what's on your mind. You might just say exactly what you want to say, you know, and you might not have any filters and they come off. And especially like in the workplace, if you work with a lot of men, I can see where you would have to, you can't be passive. You know what I'm saying? You probably have to come off a little bit more aggressive, you know, a black woman in a workplace, especially if you got majority men in a workplace. I mean, I think you would have to probably not necessarily be mean or rude, but you probably got to stand your ground, you know what I'm saying, when especially, you know, to be looked at or even be seen in some areas of work. But some people relate being aggressive as to being mean, and it's not always the case. Sometimes it's just, you're just blunt, and you just exactly. say what's on your mind, and it's like, I'm not being aggressive. I'm just letting you know how I feel. But it's not being aggressive. It's just I'm just being blunt and not, you know, shooting the shit with you. and just Exactly. Or sometimes you have to think about, like, the battle to get to certain things. Like, you you know, we always talk about, like, the battle to get out your house, the battle to get to your job, the battle to get things done. And I think sometimes that battle itself creates in women, like, um, a no bullshit, no tolerance kind of mentality, especially in black women. I think some black women do have that no bullshit mentality just because of how hard I've had to work, how long, I've, how many hours I've had to stay up. I get up at six in the morning. I don't get home till nine o'clock at night after the kid, you know, getting the kids together. And then if I'm in school or if I'm doing anything else, then all of that comes after that. You know, so then I wake up the next day. It's just always a continual kind of thing. And I think sometimes that just kind of makes us come across like really aggressive or maybe really. And it's it's, it's a strength. 
um, I think sometimes that we have, but I think it can also be a weakness because I think sometimes we don't know how to turn it down. Exactly. Or I, I think to turn that's it what off. the issue is. It, sometimes we just probably don't know how to how to back off on it because I don't know, like, because I know I used to be like, well, and my mom would be like, well, maybe you are a little, you know, what I'm saying aggressive, like, you know, if he telling you like, like, you know, sometimes you need to stay in your lane. Because my thing would be like. Again, going from a single parent to try to get into a relationship. So I was single forever, you know, and taking care of, you know, my son by myself for a while. When we got with him and he wanted to do stuff, like, I used to be like, you know, I'm used to taking him to get his hair cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, you know? Mm-hmm. But I used to be like, he'd be like, no, let me do it. I'm like, okay, you know. And at, at first, everything that I was doing initially with him, I think that's where the attraction came from. Like, you know, she's really independent and strong, but it started being like a crutch in our relationship when time went on because if he didn't do something, if I tell you to do something, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And then if he didn't do it, I would go do it. And oh, that would get the argument going, baby. Because he'd be like, you know, he the man, you know, you always want to step above your, you know, stay in your lane, stay in and out, you know, it just be like different things. But at first it seemed like, you know, that was the attraction that he had because I was strong, but then it became an issue. I think that's a lot of attractions. Like, I think a lot of people are attracted to like, oh, you take care of your shit, you take care of your kids, you a really good woman, you pay all your bills. But I think sometimes also we don't know when to stand down on a relationship, in in an argument. So, like, it's already something, like, I can't point out that it's wrong because it's not really wrong. And we don't know how to step down and say, okay, my bad, let me throw it in the towel. You know, because a lot of us don't really know when to stop. So, I have a question for y'all. Uh, this past weekend, not uh, anyway, the weekend before, I was around this lady and she was talking to her man on the phone. And she was talking to him crazy. So when she got off the phone with him, she was like, girl, uh, me and love it when you talk to him crazy. Do y'all agree with that? No. No. So anyway, um, her man shows up and she was sitting there and she was like, uh, my drink over there, go get it. And he walking over there to get it. And I need some chapstick too. And he walking to get it. And she was like, oh, slow ass nigga. Like, she, er, like everything, oh, every on. word that she said to him was <laughs> like, crazy degrading degrading like she and was he, definitely taking and it was like good. it was like he was like a little puppy dog and he was going to get it and, and you know she was just talking to him crazy so when he was in another room she was like calling his name and, she, and he didn't hear her and she was like this nigga gonna make me and then she got up and i don't know what she went in there and said to him or whatever but it was just crazy to me but that's how i mean it was crazy that her mindset was a man wants you to talk crazy to them and I think sometimes that's where the stereotype come from about black women, how we, you know, we don't know how to talk to people, we don't know how to treat our men, because of stuff like that. And then finally I told him, like, dang, like, chill out, like, be nice to the dude. Cause now, clearly, that's being aggressive and mean. That's being disrespectful. That's, being disrespectful. that's all of the above. Yes. That's all I, of the I mean, I think you can still be aggressive without being without mean, being and, mean hateful. and hateful and disrespectful. I but, think there's an ability to be aggressive, like, to be able to be, like, a go-getter and want to get things. But I don't think that aggression has to come out 
as disrespectful. Like, I don't think you should be disrespectful. It wasn't nothing acceptable about what I witnessed. Like, none of that. Like, you can ask somebody, hey, could you grab my drink? But he's or letting you mind. I mean, I know that, but it's like, dang. And, it, and you doing all this so around that's just everybody a, else? That's just the type of woman that he probably likes. He might like it. He, he might. He likes that type of woman maybe to be controlling over him. Like, it's you know, most do. men, and I'm not... That's never been an attraction for me. me like, either. I like the fact that a man is going to, again, be an alpha male and, like, you know what I'm saying? With well, me being strong and you being strong, I don't need nobody that. Because I'm pretty sure as strong of a woman or aggressive that I am, I probably could run over some people if, you know, some of the men that's not as strong. But I, I wouldn't find that attractive. I don't even, it's a turn off to me if I can push you around. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can be like, do this, and you never say anything back. Now, granted, I don't do that now, but, like, when I was in high school, I used to, I had a boyfriend, I used to run him, literally run him, and I did it for about a week just to see how far I could go with it, and everything I told him to do that week, he did. So, I was like, you need to be here at my school and do this, and he was there. That, that's a turn off And you need too. to be at my, like, why? I need to be aggressive. Stop like, and say, why is you, like, and I got to the end of the week and was like, I can't do this because I'm a, I will run you over. But some guys like that and some women some like do. me that they can run like that. Me, I mean, I want to be able to ask yeah. you to do, like, not be aggressive to the point to where it's, like, obsessive or you controlling or something like that, but let me know that you're the man. And let exactly. me know when I'm out of place and you're like, hey, I need you to chill out or calm down or I got this. Yes. Like, be Same. that type of man. Be that, that man, man that say, stay in your lane. I got this. Yes. But and, then, and that's all you got to say. Stay in your lane. I got this. And I probably go, oh. But what if some what? women, some women probably fight that. So if a man was like, stay in your lane, I got this. You might have some women, a, a woman or two that'd be like, what you mean? Stay in your lane. Maybe then, then y'all don't need to be together. I mean, yes. I don't know. Or, or I mean, I think, that out. I I think that that's where, when not necessarily saying like men kind of checking you to stop. And I think it's the, when they, when, where people say it becomes an issue is if I stop and say, stay in your lane, I got this. And you snap back and say, what you mean you got this? Like, it's just like a rebut. Like, if there's no winning That's for, when with you this, need to it's work it argumentative out. or like, you know, or when people are like, you're argumentative. Like, I can't, we, there's no end to this. See, and I, I wouldn't go I back I think that and can get draining. That can. I'm, I'm, I'm not like a go back and forth type of person. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're saying stay in your lane and you got this. And I'm going to let it go and assume that you got this. Same. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna be, as a man, if you tell me stay in my lane, you got it, then you got it. I think. There ain't no argument here for me. I think also the struggle is sometimes when women end up with men who aren't really, um, who might tell us she, they got this and don't really got it. Or maybe she's been in a position where, you know, you can't really trust people to take care of things for you. And you can't keep going that same cycle, though. So maybe you should choose a man that if you can't trust the fact that if he say, I got this, and he really don't, then maybe you should choose. You're just going to have to sit back and maybe look at yourself and choose men better. Either that or it may just, I, I think that may sometimes be the issue, though. Not necessarily, maybe you didn't necessarily, I mean, you've chosen better men or you've had, but some men that have come into your life or you just have had a, dis, a, a, a role of disappointment in men. You got a role of disappointment from your father who showed up and did, who didn't show up and who didn't do his job or whatever. You got this role of maybe you got a baby daddy who you had a baby with and this wasn't your 
initial plan. You know, there are some other issues there. And then you got another baby daddy who, you know, you had this baby, y'all had an agreement. He fell through on his part of the agreement, but he was completely different than the guy you ever had a baby with before. And then you have another man. I think sometimes what builds on this ability of lack of trust is that you have multiple facets of your life that you've trusted people and they've broken their trust and so well that's my life that's my life right yeah, but some women yeah. just don't like to bow down yeah that's how they feel they feel like they're bound down to a man and that's where the argument comes from no matter what they went through it's like you ain't gonna tell me because they're they're that strong woman or, or that aggressive woman and, and that's where that attitude comes from so do y'all remember the conversation we had about taraji when she was saying that like the depiction of a strong woman and she thought like i don't need a man or you know we've gone through that era of you know the i n d e p e and you know the whole independent woman you don't need a man to do nothing for you that's clear there's a reason for that movement i think that part of it is that there was a maybe a disconnect between maybe the black woman and the black man in which in regards to being a provider and being able to be, have somebody there and having someone help you take care of and i can't say that i've always been trustworthy of men coming in and just always automatically doing you know what i'm saying so like example when we talked about the list the a b or c which man would you pick the one that's coming to fix it, the one that say he going, you know, check on it, the one that say, oh, I'm sorry you going through that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's clearly this, we've all gone through that where you've had like a multifaceted, you know, you have a man over here who's like, I'm going to come fix it, take care of it. You and your kids come stay with me till it's done. Da, da, da. Then you got the one over here that's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And then he goes on with his day. And I think, it's just an array. I think I don't necessarily think that it's I need you. I want to run you as a man, a woman. I think sometimes it's just I don't know which one of you I'm getting, and so maybe at the at some point, um, there may be some therapy that needs to be that needs to happen. I need to work through some of my disappointments in my life so that I'm not as on guard when it comes to certain people and i can identify those who are actually there to help and those who aren't there to help so that you're not necessarily pushing everybody away well clearly it's about building trust and you have to build that trust with that person but some people no matter if the trust is there that's just who they are yeah i mean yeah I, ultimately you're going to get some people who just run over people who just, just want to i mean that's but that's the same as like you know i would call that a domestically violent situation so if y'all were dealing okay <laughs> so think of the men that are in y'all life and y'all made that statement to him go over there and get my drink and give me some chapstick too what would he would have said to you <laughs> if you said that to your man I wouldn't, I mean, I, I probably would still say it, but I might not say it in that way. If you said it in that way, tell me what he would have said to you. Or how would he have reacted? He probably, I mean, shit, my husband probably would have called me out on it like, uh, like, babe, you know what I'm saying? You better, uh, you need to fix how you saying that. You know what I'm saying? You didn't ask me. You know, don't tell me to do nothing, but you better ask. He probably would just would correct it the way I said it. And he probably, you know, he would have did it. But Embarrassed you in front of everybody, too? Hell, fuck no. Ain't no embarrassment coming. That's the, <laughs> go back to that strong one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no. He wouldn't embarrass me, but he would have, you know, he would have probably, you know, ch checked me, poli you know, politely. He would have mm -hmm. put me in my place politely. Um... It depends on the man for me. Um, I don't. I don't have one that would let me be like go over there and get. I might. We might end up in a whole conversation or argument back and forth right there for that one. 
I just think because he might be like, so who is you talking to, or I what's think going that's on the with that? that? I would get. Who are you talking somebody. to? Yeah, like who are you talking to? Are you you're not talking to me? And then I, I if I'm and if I'm dead set on the tone or dead set on where I'm at, then there's going to be a back and forth, and we're going to be in the middle of an argument. Why back and forth though? I'm just saying, you like can, if it, I was, can, it can really just stop where it said. Who are you talking to? I'm sorry, honey. I'm just saying it, it know, can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It can be, but I'm so I'm saying if you're dead set on your your level of disrespect then it can be a back and forth. And I think that that's where it is. It's being able to stop and saying, I'm sorry. How many black women can actually, even in their friend groups, how many of them can stop and say, I'm sorry? I have an issue with saying, I'm sorry. And I've, I've realized that I don't care if it's like to my husband, you know, like to family, you know, I, I do have an issue with like, you know, kids or anything, you know, like if I, I'd be like, <laughs> Garner, didn't you have my so-and-so? And, you know, Jay'd be like, mama, I put it in there. You know, mm-hmm. I did give it to you. I put it in there and I go and I find it and I'd be like, oh, she's like, you didn't even say I'm sorry. I'd be like, girl, it's, it's okay. I just got an issue. I don't know. I do have a big issue with, you know, the whole I'm sorry thing. And say a lot of us have an issue with telling. That's that's another thing that I think a lot of men have an issue with is that we don't know how to stop and say when we wrong. And some people say I'm sorry too much to where it don't mean anything. Don't mean nothing. Sorry for everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that's I'm when sorry. it don't become believable either. Right. Like if you like, I don't think if you genuine everything like everything you don't. Well, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Today, well, I'm sorry. I'm and at initially after a while you ain't gonna believe none of that shit. Right. Like it come to I mean, I think it depends on what you're apologizing for. I think you have the ability. To, I think the two of you can have the ability to apologize for your wrongs if your wrongs are not a repeated wrongs. So if it's not, then I'm apologizing for... Um, I'm not apologizing for the same thing over and over again. But when I recognize that what I did was wrong, I think we should be able to. And that's the other part. Like we'll sometimes call a man weak if he apologizes too much. But what if he just genuinely knows when I made a mistake or I've done something wrong? I'm I'm human. And so I may not apologize to you every day. But I mean, when I do something and I, I have the ability to acknowledge it, shouldn't we should shouldn't we be okay with accepting that that apology? Some of us don't like to do that. No, I, I get that. But I'm saying a person that apologizes for everything. So they pulled up to my house like, I'm sorry. Or they forgot to do something. I'm sorry. Like, everything is I'm sorry. And I think I would just become... Well, I mean, that's what I said. Depending on, like, are you changing it? Are you always coming to my house late? So if you always come into my house late, you're not really sorry. You're just saying, saying sorry. the word all the time. Like, yeah. not even necessarily repeat, but just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everything. Like, I've even had, like, guys text me, and it was, like, every other word is, I'm sorry. Like, what are you sorry for in this text message? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, everything is, I'm sorry. So, if you really do something and you say, I'm sorry, I'm so used to you saying, I'm sorry all the time. It's, it's probably not going to mean anything is what I'm saying. No. I don't know. I, I, I guess... mean, unless you find a different way to apologize. But if you just yeah. saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're sorry for every damn thing. And that's, that's what they say. Like, even at my job, they say, you know, just saying I'm sorry. We don't say, like, they tell us to veer away from saying I'm sorry, you know, on the phones. Because it really, you know, just like you saying, like, it, at some point, it really doesn't mean anything to customers. you just saying, I'm sorry. The whole time, you know, this ain't working and that ain't working. And I, I'm sorry about that, Miss So-and-so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, just kind of veer away from it. You know, no matter, I don't know what you would need to do as far as doing it. But, you know, maybe say, well, I apologize, you know, and kind of go maybe into whatever the situation may be. But I guess the whole, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, doesn't, it ain't really... That's what I'm saying. That's how I feel yeah. like it would be. Like just like something that you know that you should say, 
and it really ain't no thought put behind it. You just saying it because right. you know it should be said. You know, I'm, I'm mean, sorry, just part goes too. there. You know, that's what goes there. It fits. You're upset. Right. Yeah, you. So, so I'm, I'm sorry. You know, and really, you don't mean shit about it because you sorry. know, you know, you didn't got some people that say, you know, you'd have been <laughs> in a relationship. He didn't pissed you off to the core, and he didn't said, "I'm sorry." And and I I'll be the one to come back and be like, "You sorry?" I mean, so for real. So at this point, you sorry for what? Right. Because uh, I'm gonna need to know. You, I mean, what are you actually sorry for? And that's the thing. I and some men don't even come back with the, I'm sorry for. It's just yes. I'm sorry. And leave it at I'm sorry. Because you just want me to be quiet. So you saying I'm sorry to shut me up or you are genuinely sorry for what? Like, and, that can, and I mean, I guess, for. and that could come off as aggressive. It does. I said I'm aggressive. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> so if, if I say I'm sorry, but I don't explain to you the reason why I said I'm sorry or like, so that's the thing. Like, I think sometimes like, so example, like I get mistaken for being aggressive because I'm really blunt. Like, so I just say a lot of times I'm just in, that's how I go. Like I'm in just go mode. So I may answer a call or answer a text or answer something in with a one, one word or it's just kind of whatever needs to be done. I just say it, but I'm not a kind of person that I mean, you can apologize to me. You can tell me you're sorry or you can, you know, and I don't necessarily expect you to come up with an explanation or I don't necessarily, be, we don't have to be in the middle of a, what's the name? And I'm not going to be mad at you if you accept your wrong and I accept my wrong and we just go but on. But that, that's talking into it at that point. You know what I'm saying? I, you, do you accept your wrong? Like, you need to tell me like, I mean, you sorry for what though? Like, tell me where this is going. And I guess I would be maybe the, you know, come off aggressive because my thing is like, if you just saying I'm sorry and I feel like really no emotion behind this, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I feel nothing behind it. I, I probably am gonna say, I mean, so tell me, I mean, you sorry for what though? Like what what do you feel like in this situation that you did wrong? So if they don't answer the question, then what are you gonna do from there? Then I know you ain't sorry. And then that that's probably gonna go a whole different way. Right. <laughs> so I think that that's where we intimidate people at. You know what I'm saying? As a strong woman, because you don't just necessarily take the I'm sorry or mm -hmm. you don't necessarily just, you know, we don't like to apologize and we don't like to admit our wrongs and we don't like to stop and say, you know, my bad, you know, I know I was wrong. So if he like, you know, you like, well, you know, go, can you go to the car and see if my purse is in there? You're in a bad mood. He go to the car and he come back. He say your purse not in there. And then you say, well, I knew my fucking purse was in there. You just ain't fucking looking and you go out there to I look. I to the kids all the time. Right. You yeah. go look and your car, your purse is not in there. <laughs> You don't never door. come back oh. in and say, you know what, my bad, my purse, or it's hanging on the door, or, you know, whatever. And then you don't come in and say, my bad, my purse really wasn't in there. That can be perceived as being aggressive. That's not necessarily like, and I think sometimes, all right, we go into that mode. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely, I, I mean, I do. I could be I aggressive. Know that I would talk to my man like that, though. Like, I, I wouldn't talk, I wouldn't say just that. We didn't already talked about how you talk to people, so I don't know why you somehow think that you don't. It, just because no, you don't come out and that say statement right there. Just because you don't make that statement, don't mean it don't come off as aggressive. So I'm gonna need you. It might come off as aggressive. I'm just saying <laughs> I wouldn't say it like that. That's, but I, I know wouldn't that. say that. That's what I I'm saying. But I it don't, don't even that. matter how we say it because I wouldn't say it like that either. But I know sometimes even with me saying it the way I feel like it's right, it still comes off aggressive to him. You know, and it doesn't. It don't really sound aggressive to me. You know what I'm? But I'd be like. Uh, okay, you know, and I might have to change some word and whatever. I or your like, tone. Sometimes just your tone. And my can tone be... is 
horrible. I don't care how I talk at work. I'm gonna say I need her to understand like, when she always be like, I don't say that to my man. No, the tone in which you use with people will come can off be as being very aggressive. condescending and aggressive, <laughs> and you don't even realize that part. Like you don't even have you know you don't have to I raise your voice. I wouldn't say it like that. I mean, say, that's what I'm saying, but you don't have to. But you don't even have to say it right. like that. But y'all saying the way I say it is the, it, yes. it's the way I say it too. Right. I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, Dante. I'm just saying I, I, that. I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm guilty of that too. That's what I'm saying. The way you say things, and, and, maybe and all three of us may say something yes. completely different. I know that, but I'm saying, but I, I think be like, it's a, I know I've heard, like I don't do that. Like that's all. I I'm mean, saying. yeah, you th- okay? No. <laughs> so what she gonna say is, so my purse wasn't out there. So did you so look the for last it? time I, I went out? It was out there. You might get it. And I'm gonna be the one that's aggressive. Yeah. The last time I checked, it was out there. It was in the passenger seat. So you didn't go look. Did you look in the passenger seat? You'd be like, yes, Dante, I did look. Are you sure you looked in the... Yeah, I know what the hell I saw. You may just say it a little bit different, but she still comes off being as aggressive, though. Girl, you in this phone. Girl. Girl, this phone. That phone. Right. So I don't think it's necessary. And so sometimes what we do is we look at things and say, well, I don't say it like Bonquisha may say it. When she'd be like, nigga, you ain't shit and you ain't exactly. da 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 But we still don't catch our own aggression. So, like I said, sometimes aggression can be just the way you say it. It can. Your tone. Yeah, you was nice, but you were, was your, what, did you really mean to be nice when you said it? Or were you being a bit condescending when you said it? Because sometimes some things can come off as a little People say I come off all of it. I come off <laughs> as being condescending. And I don't. I don't be trying to. Oh, I hear it too. I, I hear it I all. mean, I hear it often. Asshole. I get called an asshole all the time. I mean, I mean, so it, it does cause issues. And I guess you would have to be, you would have to be a strong man to deal with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You would have to be a strong man. You would have to be that alpha male you couldn't come to me. You couldn't be this weak man, you know, that beta male. And you would have to come with it to come. Because I, I know. I was going to say it depends I know on that, you know, I can come off aggressive and I can, you know, and I know that I'm, you know, I feel as if a strong woman, but I can definitely come off as being aggressive. Because some men give off that aura that you can't, that you know, like, let me just. Never like, say nothing let to me you. Just pipe it like, on down. Yeah, let yeah. me just pipe it on pipe down, it on down. Bring it on down. Yeah, because, like, I mean, <laughs> if I think about two of the situations that I know of, one of them I've never even just because I just know that if I go there with him, then it's gonna be a back and forth. He ain't gonna let me talk to him like that. Where there's another one where I know I could, I just don't. Okay. So it's kind of like I know I could run you over. I know I could just tell you to do whatever the hell I asked you to do, and you would be like, whatever you need. And that's just it's a, such a turnoff to me. I just don't do that to that person though. But it, I see it. I see it all over. Everything he does just makes me say, you so weak. And that's, see, and that's the men that I've never been attracted to. Okay, so wait. So you're saying you're so weak. Is that the same as being a nice guy? Because some guys always like women don't like a nice guy. Is that the same thing? No, I don't think that's necessarily the same as being a nice guy. I think there is a balance between being a nice guy and being weak. And I think you got to find a fine balance. Example, you cannot be the person who lets me... Who they, I know a lot. I know some weak men and I know some nice I men. I know some nice men who ain't going to let you run them over though. Exactly. But I know some weak men who let your ass run him over and don't never stop to take up for himself. Like, damn, don't let me just sit here and talk crazy to you. Like, don't, you know, are you watching? So those are the ones that you like, damn, the baby mama calling. He, she just going off, lighting his ass up on the phone. And you like, you're not going to say shit. You just going to let her talk crazy to you. Right. 
You're going to let her call you a bad parent. You're going to let her demean you. You're going to let her belittle you all the way through this whole conversation. Hang up the phone at least, shit. You're just going to sit there and listen to all this shit. You don't even feel the need to just be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Hang up something. Something. So, he, so just like the guy that you, in the, at the, what you witnessed. He would be considered what? A nice guy or a weak man? To me, he would be. All right, no. But, you know, yeah, I just think, don't be just sitting there just letting me talk crazy. Don't let any woman, because I may not necessarily talk crazy to you, but I'm going to feel some kind of way if you don't stand up for yourself and other people talk crazy to you. Uh, Heck yeah. I mean, I can't be with a man that people just talking crazy to you. I don't like none of it. Don't let me talk crazy to you, and don't let nobody else talk crazy to you. Yeah, I mean, because that's the other part is, you know, weak men, if I'm out, if we out somewhere and we get ready to go crazy, you know, somebody come up and disrespect me, I'm going to need you to be a man and step up and say something. You might be a nice guy. You might be a really nice guy. You've never been mean to me. You've always, you open my doors. You, um, you know, you pay for food. You're considerate of my feelings. But when somebody steps to me, you're going to be like, hell no, that's not cool. I'm not okay with that. Hmm. But I'm a question in your ability to do that if I see other people run you over on a regular basis. Uh, yeah. That don't make you a nice guy. That make you a weak guy. So that's the difference. And I think sometimes some people think, well, nice guys always finish last. But I think you need to learn. You just got to set boundaries. True. That's true. I think dealing with both, I mean, both in a relationship Hopefully you don't you don't really see too many. I I guess you could see aggressive women with weak men. You would say that what that woman she described was aggressive woman uh, with a weak ass man. Yeah, he was. You know, yes, very much. She so. cutting off his balls in front of everybody. In front of everybody on a regular basis. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure if she did it in front of like somebody, she I'm pretty sure she does it often. And then, like, to think, well, I mean, she said that. To even to talk to you about it, like, to, it was okay. She said men like when you talk to them crazy. And what did you she, say? I just looked at her laugh. Hell, I, I mean, I was just in shock at the way she was talking to the man. So. I, I see it all, I, not often, but I do see women talk to men crazy. And I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think you should take a man's manhood. Like, you know what I'm saying? A way, I think if anything... It got to be a way to approach certain situations. I don't care if you got to call them over to the side or just, I don't know. I don't think you should ever take away a, a man's manhood. You yeah, know but they go both ways. Even men that talk to women crazy and women oh, just definitely. and let them, you know, I don't know if they like it or not. I don't know. Me, I can't have somebody sitting there talking to me crazy like that. Oh, no. I mean, so I, I think it's just, it just really just depends on the person because he might like it. He, it might be like, you know, some men like that whole dominatrix type thing, like like being controlled by a woman or whatever. That's kind of like what it reminded me of because it was like he wasn't even saying anything. Like he just, whatever she said, dude, he went and do it, did it. You know, like I said, whenever he was walking slow, oh, slow ass nigga, like, like, well, damn, like, and he just well, didn't So stop and ask us, so are y'all role playing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Is this what this it, is? It, it was so big. I was is like, role play? I was so disturbed by like, everybody went outside and I didn't even go outside because they were out there. You know, he was out there. She was out there a group of people. I'm like, I ain't even about to go out there. Like, cause this, I mean, cause I already know, like you putting on a, a show in front of everybody, like you, 
or belittling this man. But why would you want to belittle him in front of like other people? I don't know. And he's your man. Like he's your mate. But clearly you don't see nothing wrong with it if you feel like men like to be talked to that way. Or clearly there is some something there is something wrong there. And I like I said, I think that breaches on domestic violence. Like the emotional domestic violence that we talk about, like exactly. when you talk about emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. Cause you could can you think about like what what is going on in his mind and what's going on in her mind right. for them to be in that situation where she's constantly talking to him like that like, and he's just constantly letting her and we get in front of people don't you get in here and act a fool don't get over here and act crazy you know because some people actually do that some people get in at you know when we get in the car now I just need you to know when you get in here don't act like don't act like this don't you know I ain't gonna make it I'm not making it to wherever the hell we supposed to go <laughs> like, you, you got all kind of instructions before you got out the car. Don't but, do this. Don't do that. Don't don't embarrass me. Don't you know? I'm gonna be like, who the fuck is you talking to? So why do you think that men choose certain women? Do you feel like they're intimidated by like a strong woman? I don't think necessarily men are intimidated by strong women. Again, I think that we struggle with the idea of aggressiveness, and I think sometimes. Um, that can come across as combative, maybe. I think some people just don't necessarily want to deal with the combativeness of an aggressive or strong woman. Um, I don't necessarily think that every... Because the same attitude or the same energy that I'm going to put into getting everything done in my household, again, I may translate that same energy into my relationship because this is just who I am. And so when I'm asking you to get shit done, it might not come across like... Hey, baby, what are you doing today? Can you, because it depends on what my days look like that day. You know, I might be like, hey, you know, you need to go pay this bill, da 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 and he may take that like, so who is you talking to, kind of. And that, that would be one of the situations that probably, and I probably didn't say it did that too, but then one of them situations does, it does come off aggressive. And that's yeah. a, it's, it's a thing, it's, it, everything got a way that I had to learn, that everything, you know, has a way that you can say it, where it doesn't come off, you know, condescending and aggressive. Right. You know, but we just don't think about it before it comes out. You know, you didn't have a long day. You tired. You know, you know, you walk in the house like, damn, you couldn't take the trash out? Shit. You know what I'm saying? Where you could right. have just simply said, you know, the trash needs to be taken out. I mean, it's all about how you can say it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the fact that sometimes, I mean, you may not think about coming off as aggressive, you know, but you do. And I, I don't necessarily say that, you know, men stray away from strong women. Because I think, you know, men, pro- I'm pretty sure they like a strong woman, you know, yeah. because yeah. especially men that's out here that has been raised, they mamas raised them, they grandmas raised them, you know, and maybe that's all, and maybe it wasn't no man in the house, you know what I'm saying? And this strong woman raised them, so they may be used to strong women, and that's what they veer to, but I don't know if they run for them, from them. Yeah. I don't know, because a lot of men say, because... Actually, my baby daddy, I think, you know, my son's father said, you know, that's probably one of the main reasons that we didn't end up together because I was too aggressive, you know. But, you know, the next man, my husband necessarily don't say that. He just knew how to handle you. There you go. He knew, how to, you. he knew how to handle me and deal with me, and, whereas, you know, the other one did not. So. And I've heard people say things like, you trying to be some, you trying to be my mama. Or, like, you trying to be, like, I've heard people, like, or like black men say like they don't want to be I'm not trying to date my mama like I didn't so your that. mama's really strong minded yes. they grandma's really strong minded 
And so when you come into the conversation, like some of the things you say remind them of the other women in their lives. And so a lot of them pick meeker women or women who aren't as strong or very um, boisterous about things. I think sometimes it's just a matter of like, I didn't like it when it came from my mama. I didn't like it when it came from my grandma. Now I didn't marry, now I didn't a, marry woman a woman and I got to be. You think I'm going to go through this my whole life? <laughs> right. 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 So know. I think it depends on the man. I do believe that we have come into an era sometimes where um, a lot of people are pointing it out because you have then that interracial comparison where they say black the women are too aggressive. Black women don't know how to be submissive. Black it's women not even are just a black woman thing, though. But what I'm saying is that, but that, that but that's a lot of men. They always say put that. it on us because he claimed, like my son's father claimed, that that's why he didn't go back to a black woman after me because black women are too aggressive. Come on now, that why? Because you want to be able to control somebody and run over somebody, and I'm not gonna let you do that. You can say that all day long, you know, and that's just like saying. You know, he say black women aggressive. You say white women is weak. But, you know, that ain't the case either. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on who you're dealing with. But I'm not going to allow you. You go pick women that are weak. You know, that may, you know, that's not going to be ethnic. That's not going to be black. You're going to pick these women that you could probably do anything to. You can come home when you want to. Whereas you come home to my house <laughs> two or three nights and you then came in after five I'm going to probably have your stuff packed and it's going to be time for you to go back to wherever you were. You know what I'm saying? Where she's going to probably be like, you know, just I wish you just wouldn't do that. You know, no, I'm not going to have that. <laughs> that mean, conversation is not going well, to happen. And I've also heard like the differences, like black women have to be tough. Like we have to be like, we come from like single parent homes where you're taught like not necessarily. You know, okay. So, Example, Dominique posted this and she was saying that people are black women that somebody had mentioned that black women have to have like a male trait. She had posted this um um yeah, article and she was saying where she was saying that black women are, are giving men traits or male traits. And I'm not necessarily saying I was never given like I was never taught to be like the man of my Yeah, household. like black women are taught to be the like man. man be like the be man. like to be the man. And I was never taught to be the man of my household, but I was also taught how to take care of myself. So I don't have I'm not necessarily in the need area. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where I need you to come take my trash out or I need you to cut the grass, or I need you to change my tire. Like, if you don't do it, then I can do it. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we don't know when to stop and be like, I know that I can do it, and I know yeah. that I have been doing it, but let me back up and let you do it. Exactly. Let me just calm down, you know. And I think sometimes white women, not necessarily that they are meek or that they're weaker than us, I think that they are taught a little bit more because some a lot of them grow up with their fathers in their home where you're more dependent on a man in the home. That's not saying that like all black women aren't raised in single parent homes, but a lot of us are. And so because of that, we're taught things to be able to survive. You have to survive out here, and you know? Too uh, dealing with conflict. Um, I think it's just how you grow up and how you deal with conflict as well. And they might talk it out, you know, or maybe it's, more things are pushed under the rug versus us like, okay, let me tell you how I feel. Why did you do that? And then also, we have to fight a little bit harder than they do. 
in society, period, you do. Just like, you know, you talk about women who go to the, you go to the medical a doctor and you have to necessarily, you may have to force them to give you certain tests or to give you x-rays or to, to do certain things because they can, they perceive the black woman as aggressive. Whereas the white woman may come in and say she got some symptoms and they just do whatever she needs to be done. I think sometimes they are allowed to be a little more victim-y or allowed to be a little more... Um, people can't take kind of more take care of did them. you see that special they actually did a study on that and they said that a lot of doctors do not listen to black women because they do feel like all we do is complain mm -hmm. really? about stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a study that was done it was on the news and everything but they said a lot of doctors do not listen to black women when we come in there and say we're hurting or we have this going on they say like a lot of doctors don't listen they brush it off and so a lot of black women die because of it, so some you may go I think in and, even during childbirth, yeah. like it was like a lot of black women that passed away during ch childbirth because of like the same issue with doctors yeah. not listening because they don't listen to us. So I think because we have more of a plight, we come into this world with a plight. We're black and we're women. You know, you are on the lowest total phone when it comes to pay at work. You when they talk about studies for who gets paid more, white men get paid more, black men get paid more, white women get paid more than black women get paid. And I think a lot of times you have to, just like we always talk about, you have to show up to work earlier. You got to work harder. You have to, so there's more of a plight that we have to endure, I think. Sometimes that people don't understand create this aggressive nature in us. And they don't necessarily have to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Susie can come to work. She can be the nicest little, you know, meekest little white girl that comes in and speaks to everybody. And she can sit down and, and, and she can still promote that way. Yeah. And we can't really promote that way. You have to come in and prove yourself. And you can't just, and you have to be able to show people you can articulate yourself, that you know how to conduct yourself, or that you know how to be whoever they need you to be. So it's almost a different, it's a different mirror when you're looking at, like, why they may not be as perceived or as aggressive in life or naturally as progress, um, as aggressive as we are. Um, again, like I said, sometimes... Um, a white woman can have a kid. She can trap a man and almost kind of keep him. <laughs> a black woman trap a man and try to trap him if you want to. But is that because, <laughs> is that because in their culture they're taught to marry who you have a kid with? Is that why? Or I think sometimes it's in uh, the culture is um, they're taught they they have a bit more standards. So somebody has a standard over their head, over them. So a lot of them do have their daddies who are saying. So what you gonna do? What's your next exactly. move? You got my daughter pregnant. Whereas we don't really have that level of um, protection over us. You know, you don't have nobody else unless it's your mama. And then if it's your mama, then they mad at your mama because your mama is rude. And I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. No. <laughs> like, you know, your mama's rude, but she said a standard for her baby. But if she say too much, it's a problem. You know, but if you don't have a daddy that's standing over you, kind of protecting you, and she kind of has a, a level of protection over her. That doesn't allow a man to just get her pregnant, knock her up, and walk away from her. See, I think it's hereditary to be aggressive. Because after I look back at it, I, I, I could see, well, my mom's aggressive. Like, really, she's an aggressive, like, straight fourth woman. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother was, you know, but my mom, my dad's mom that raised me was, you know, aggressive. My mom is, but my mom's mom was not an aggressive woman. Like, I don't know where my mom came off being, aggressive. you know, aggressive. Because my grandma was really, like, assertive. You know what I'm what saying? What about she, your aunt? 
She's assertive. Like okay, so my mom's like sister. So are she's they more, like my grandmother. So are they more like Dante? Not necessarily boisterously aggressive, but kind of condescending no, aggressive. Not no, at all. No. No, she they're really like assertive people. You know what I'm saying? Like when my grandmother was married to my grandfather, my mom used to say she just would do whatever. Like he say do this, she done she did it. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm gonna have fifty thousand questions probably, like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> what am I doing? And why am I doing this? Like, I will do it, you know what I'm saying, if I if reason, you know, but I, I might ask, like, now nah, I'm doing this, why now what am I doing? Like, okay, but you know, but she's always so I don't know where my mom got it from, you know, but I definitely know where I you know, because I definitely act just like her when it comes to being my mama is more like um, Dante aggressive. I don't think she don't. She not gonna be like so. Like me, I'm like in your face. Like I'm, I'm like you. I'm gonna ask a million questions. So yeah. what do you want me to do this for? And why do you want me to do this? But it depends because I can actually kind of, um, and I've learned this over the years that if you, if I trust you and I trust this situation and I trust. Um, the emotional part of things, then I'll let you, you can lead me and I'll follow behind you. And if you ask, ask me to do way, something, yeah. yeah, and if you ask me to do something, exactly. I'm not going to question who you are. But my mama is like Dante. Like, she'll say something and you like, well, you know, you know, it's just the way, it's the way she says it. So she don't say it like I say it. Um, She's not going to be, you know, as quick to go with it. She's going to be like Dante. So, are you sure you looked underneath the um the cabinet and you did like mama? Yeah, I know I looked underneath the cabinet. Are you sure you looked underneath the cabinet on the right side of the? Yes, mama, I looked underneath the cabinet on the right side of the cabinet. It's not there. Like, mm. <laughs> it is. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> When I walked out of there, it'd be me. And you and you looked, cause I promise you, when I walked out of there, it'd be me. It was there, yeah. right? And, then, yeah. but it, it's not there. I looked, I was like, oh, okay. And you said, oh, okay. My mama would be like, mm. <laughs> like, what's uh, me? Okay, and that's aggressive. And that's going. Oh, that, you leave it at that too. When you leave <laughs> that, mm. <laughs> mm. Oh. I am a little that. bossy though. I was told I was bossy. A little bossy? Yeah. A lot bossy, little bossy. Why? What does it matter? What? It's bossy, it's bossy, yeah. It don't matter which one. It <laughs> I mean, has that been an issue, though, in relationships, though? No, not necessarily. I don't know. Because it could be a pro and a con, so, I mean, has it been a situation? I mean... Have you had any issues with people with being bossy in relationships with people? Not that I know of. I don't know, though. Yes, you have. I don't really remember. Because somebody my life. just told you that you was bossy, so evidently it's an issue. <laughs> no, he was just like describing. He was just saying you was a little bossy when you said blah blah blah. That's what he said. So was that the first time you've ever heard that? No. Second time you've heard it? No. Third. <laughs> so what she said? So I'm my point is, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm a little bossy. It, it's I'm, probably I, an I issue. Am bossy, yeah. It's yeah. an issue. I can then. be bossy. Yes. Yes. But I know. So that. it's not the first, second, or third time you've heard it. So no, know. not at all. Right. Anyway. So I do, but I think that that's the thing. I think sometimes we just have to learn a balance. Then it kind of come up out of our both people in the relationship. Yeah, have to, especially if you were an alpha male. 
Yeah, yeah you have, you have to learn balance. balance. Yeah. Because even the video we were watching with the guy that we was watching, uh, that we watched on Instagram, he talked about how his wife, when he's in the room with other people, are like, damn, your wife a boss. And he was like, but in order to be with a boss, you got to learn how to actually be comfortable with a boss. And he was saying that a lot of times he thinks what happens is men um, are intimidated or get intimidated by that that mentality or her boss how boss a uh, much of a boss she is he was like but you got to think about when you're picking your your mate he was like do you want somebody who's gonna go in and just lay it down and just go with whatever the flow is or do you want somebody who gonna be a who gonna come forward we building an empire and we going forward and this is what we doing he was like and so i think a lot of he was saying that a lot of times he has to um be patient with it and he was saying also that he doesn't allow um, her success and who she is to intimidate who he is and to and take away good. from who he is. And I think it takes a lot of patience to deal with somebody that has that boss mentality. You know, because a man going to have, you know, hopefully you got a man that's on that same type of level. That got that boss mentality just like you do. But you got to be able, you do got to be patient with somebody, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to that situation, you have to, patience is going to have to be a big factor in the situation. If y'all ain't patient with each other, baby. And I think you have to learn how to back down. Every Everything ain't a fight. Every place, no, everything ain't. ain't a battle. It's you know, sure if you said something and it come off wrong, then just apologize. And you don't have to be apologizing like, you know, but genuinely apologize yeah. And then let it be, and then kind of try to move from there. Baby, I wasn't trying to, you know, I'm sorry. I wasn't really trying to talk like that. I've had a long day or whatever so that you can kind of rectify it, I think, from that that spot too. But what do y'all think about when he was saying that um, we crucify black women for being aggressive and strong, but we want to raise our daughters to be that exact that person we are raising our daughters to be queens we are raising our daughters to be strong we are raising our daughters to be bosses in the world you want that from your daughter and you got that from your mama like you don't want your daughter to get out here and be meek and people to be running over your daughter and she can't exactly. handle her own but you don't want to take it but from you don't want to take it from your mate the one you're in a relationship we just need with. to teach our sons I mean, like we're raising like our it's daughters, okay. Like we're raising our daughters up to be strong. We need to teach our sons how to deal with a strong woman. But it, but there's a a level of dealing with a strong woman and like a disrespectful woman. It don't is. don't mistake a strong woman from a disrespectful because the person because it's a two it's, it's totally two different. totally different things. It is. And I think that some people probably relate the two together. And even like men dealing with like crazy women and disrespectful, not speaking, you know, just being dumb. Like no, that's not a strong woman. She's just being stupid. And so that's what. I mean, I, I would want to work on that, like, with my kids. Yeah. With my boys. And bo- and my boys, too, just knowing that it's okay to have a strong woman. Yeah, as long as she ain't, you know what I'm saying, definitely being disrespectful. Because that, that's the thing. You know, you still want to mirror somebody. I feel like, like, my son, I, I would want you to mirror somebody like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that I just ain't never been that type that just lazy or not you know just not gonna go get it you know i need you to go for that same type of woman you know that's gonna be a Mm go-getter and y'all be you know just think alike you know what i'm saying just don't have no woman you don't want a weak woman right you know so so what is a a weak woman so i think sometimes we say that and it doesn't necessarily make you weak because you don't really outwardly show your emotion i don't think that necessarily makes you weak i think um 
So I think sometimes we need to kind of really define like what is a weak woman? Can you not be, um, can you not have boundaries and know how to like, but no, but be assertive, but know when to, you know, when to have an argument, when not to have, when to address things, when not to address things. Can yeah. that not be like, but I, I don't, I don't know if that would come off. You know, I wouldn't say that would just be a weak woman. No, I just look at it like when I, when we use the term weak woman, I'm thinking of a woman who just let any and everybody run over her. She has absolutely no voice. And that's not just in a relationship. Yeah. That's in her everyday everyday life. um, Co-workers, friends, whoever. Anybody can just run her over because she has no voice. That's what I look at when I, I mean, what I think of. She don't say, she don't stand up for herself. She don't say how she feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everything she holds in, she want to say it. And nine times out of 10, you know, it's, eating up inside but she never like because she don't want to be combative or she don't want to cause an argument or she don't want you to look at her a certain type of way or whatever the case may be so she just hold everything back right right i do i struggle with um what was i gonna say i struggle with the comparison of like women i I don't like comparing women like i'm i'm b i deal with things different than other people deal with them I definitely have a different story than other people's story. Um, I just don't like the idea of people comparing you, like, because you don't deal, like, you know, you're supposed to deal with, I deal with things the way that I deal with things. You know, so don't compare me to Nikki down the street. And Nikki, please don't compare yourself to me. And when I say Nikki or Becky, Becky, don't compare yourself to me. You know what I'm saying? You, we, we two different people. You deal with things different than I deal with things because I, I struggle with that, you know, like that um they, you, that post we had, they whoever the fu- whoever you want, but shut the fuck up about black women. In reality, like, they who you want to date. If that's who you fall in love with, that's who you love, that's who you care for, do that. But shut the fuck up about black women. Well, that's because a lot of men, black men, feel the need to justify why they went over to another race. And you don't, I don't need you down in me or a black woman because you decided to go to another race. Exactly. Like, go on over to your other race and date who you want, love who you want, but don't bash me in the process to make yourself feel better. Right. Like, don't do that. And, and that's the truth. And if you're uncomfortable with it, then you might need to question why the hell you're doing it. I mean, if you that uncomfortable that you feel the need to tear down a a black woman or you feel the need to tear down black women to try to make or justify yourself or just or, or make your point for why you want to pick a white woman, then just then then you might need to question your why you're actually picking white women. Are you picking white women because that's the only thing that's going to tolerate you? Exactly. Or are you picking white women because you truly, genuinely want to be with them? Because that's going to make me start questioning that. It's like, if everything is about a black woman, do you really want them? So you really want a black woman, but you feel some kind of way about how black women are with you. And so now you're going to talk crazy about black women and to try to justify why you over here dating Becky. But you really don't want to date Becky. You really want to date us. Exactly. I mean, hey, do what you do. Just leave me out of it. You heard me. <laughs> do what you do. Do what you do. Date who you want to date. But anyway, that was a good conversation. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, so, we will be leaving for D.C. Friday. Yes. Y'all ready? I'm no. not. No. I'm not ready. Not one bit. I missed my hair appointment yesterday. I overslept. I don't even know what I'm going to do to my hair. Because... I don't want to do my hair while I'm there. <laughs> so, I don't know yet. Well, I had an appointment to get some braids, but it was, like, super early and I overslept. 
Because I don't have my alarm set for the weekends, for one. And I should have set my alarm clock. And I didn't, and I overslept. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I want to do braids because I just got my hair down. And I'm going to do braids. And I, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have a, a hair appointment Thursday evening. Um, we're going to go in and dye some more of my hair. Because that was like the plan is to kind of um, do like steps of dyeing my hair. So I'm going to dye my hair on, some more on, Friday, on Thursday. So I'll be wearing my hair down um, for the trip. Um, I am not packed up. But I'm probably going to be packed up until Thursday. <laughs> I mean, so I've started washing clothes. So I ain't going mean. to be packed up Thursday. Because I, like, I need to take, I need to give me some comfortable jogging pants. Because I, I can't see myself just, I think I'm rocking jog, jogging suits. And I don't know, I'm be comfortable. That is for a sure. good idea. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of, like, um... Things that we really just kind of have to dress up for, unless yeah. I mean, we, I mean, when I go out, out that night, you know, I'll dress up. But that during that day, who's gonna be comfortable? It's gonna be me. Because we're probably gonna be doing a lot of walking. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I know one of those sure. days for sure when we're going to the museums. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely will be comfortable, and I, you know, we'll see how I go. But I I'm, definitely probably won't be packed until Thursday. I'm really excited though, because it's MLK weekend. I don't think we really kind of. I know we were looking at the day off, but it's MLK weekend in Washington. I know. In D.C. I know. That's, like, so exciting. And it's going to actually probably be a big, big weekend there. It is yeah. going to be a big weekend. So we'll probably be turned up. Yeah. Turned up. I thought weekend. about that today, like, oh, this is getting ready to be, like, a turned up weekend in D.C. We're going to be in D.C. for MLK weekend, like. Exactly. We need to go see the monuments. And make yes. sure we kind of um, take pictures and stuff of that kind of stuff. I see they got a hip-hop museum in D.C. too. They do? Okay. I also want to go to the Harriet Tubman uh, mural we'll do or whatever. That. I want to do that. It's in Maryland somewhere. Okay. I'm okay. not sure. But yeah, I'm excited. It's a whole lot of culture that's getting ready to be going on in the um, in the DMV. Yeah. And I'm excited to be a part of it this weekend. I definitely am. Um, we record on Sunday. I did reach out to um, the guy that was going to do our photos and see if he would be interested in possibly recording with us while we're down there too. But I'll let y'all know what that looks like and we can kind of plan that out. And see if that's okay. even an option. Um, but yeah, and then when we get back, um, we are gearing up for our um, dates. So we've now, changed things. When we get back, so we got as we get back, we got a live. We got a live event that Friday, that Monday. On Martin Luther King's Day, which I thought yeah. felt great. It fell on Martin Luther King's Day alive. So I think that's a good, good And the thing. topic is good. And the too. topic, you know, peace in the community. It, we could have did a better day. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day, so yeah, it does. His purpose. I think we kind of do stuff, not necessarily like we don't. I don't think but we it purposely do that, it but it just kind of happens and like falls that and together. Um, and so yeah, that'll be really nice. Um, and then like uh, going into February, we got Pony Boys. And so um, and Dante and Capri be going on dates, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all hit me up. Dante and Capri will be going on dates. So I've been getting some people that. Yeah, somebody's Jesus shooting too high, man. <laughs> like again, let's go back to this aggressive thing. You hear me? Some of these people listen. I'm like, I didn't have people call me through messenger. Like, hey, this is not what we finna do. This is not what we finna do. You're not gonna call me. Like, I had to like ignore the call. And say, why are you calling? Because they kept sending me messages anyway. But why are you calling me? Like, listen. If y'all want to go out on a date with Capri and Dante, <laughs> you don't have to call me through Messenger or anything. Just say that you do. I'll put you down. Like, 
let's not get over the top with this whole dating thing, that's please. And you got to think about weird. it, too, because when you, if you're being too weird, you're being too aggressive. I'm not going to pick you no way, because he, if he ever listened to our podcast, just know you're not going to get picked, because that was weird to me. That was like, he kept sending me messages, like it was so weird. Oh like, he's God, she, he wanted bad. No, but we don't want that. No, I know, but whoever it is want it bad. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. who does that? Yeah, like, we don't want that. We are looking for a stalker. No, we need a a date. And if it goes anywhere beyond after the date, then we'll make the decision at that exactly. point. But I need you not to be showing aggressive stalker mentality because Capri blocks people. So tendencies that. before you even go on a date. <laughs> like I'm not gonna send you out on no date with my friends, and you already acting a little weird. Like 2019, I was that. blocking people. That energy has not changed. You will get blocked. I do not do psycho crazy at all. Okay, but I think the episode will be really fun as long as we get somebody that's actually you know. Fit, you know, to have fun, go out to eat, whatever. Right. I think the episode will be a really nice episode. Just, you know. So. I think it'll be fun. Get creative. Because we, we are saying we want to go eat. So, that's one thing. But, if it's going well, we can do things afterwards. Okay. We can Just be creative. You know, be yeah, creative. Be open. Don't, don't come with a closed mind just, you know, because that might we talking about you. We're going to talk about it, good or bad. On the episode. On the episode on the 14th. So, just know right. that. It's getting talked about. So, if it was some old lame, raggedy, you was just showing up for a meal kind of thing. And you start doing like, you know, (laughs) y'all know that, uh, the show where, uh, Gabrielle Union go out on dates with me and she's like, uh, uh, (laughs) he's sitting at the table and he rapping. Uh, I am not trying to, you remember, if I see another 30 year old man in a jersey, I'm going to scream. (laughs) Yeah. You know what, like. Uh, Sylvia, I want to meet you. Yeah, I'm, just like, I'm just like, yeah, I just can't. What movie was that? Uh, I want to say, is, is it Mary Jane? No, it's not Mary Jane. Um, I know exactly what she's is talking about. Daddy's girl. girl. Daddy's, Daddy's little girl. girls. Okay. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Daddy's little girls. Yeah, when well, she's, she meet up, you know, she end up with Idris Iowa. Okay, yeah. girl, I'm like, who was it? Girl, he just all in the restaurant just... Be bopping in some other yes. stuff. Yeah. You yeah, ain't got no, no hot sauce. Like, let's I can't yeah. help you pursue. I can't help you push <laughs> your rap career nowhere. So do not come to the date doing it. Okay. Crazy. So try yeah. to try to just be seen and get noticed. <laughs> like not to, like Boca T ain't that big. Like I'm just gonna, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I'm just gonna need y'all to just be yourself. Be yeah, yourself. Come being yourself. And Please it's be fun, yourself. We'll, um, yes. You know, because I'm going to be myself. Oh God! <laughs> what the she hell does is. that mean? <laughs> we already talked about you being aggressive, so they already know what they go get. I'm not gonna be aggressive on a date. That's just naturally who you are. You can't change who you are, Dante. Oh, okay. So you said I'm naturally aggressive. Yeah, I mean it just comes about. It's not like you being mean or anything, but gotcha. you know, just be ready to deal with strong black women. That's what I was saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, independent strong black women. Independent strong black women. Yes. Who wouldn't want to date you two ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Stan, you ready to close out? <laughs> <laughs> Go and close out, Dante. Oh. Hey, look, so then she just started like, Go on and close out. I'm yes. done talking. Yes. And then be like, I'm not aggressive. Yes, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> so you close out. Okay, Dante. Well, okay, let's have yeah. <laughs> So, y'all know we're on SeattleHipHopRadio.com every Monday and Friday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, you guys can check us out. He posted us this week. Um, that he had posted throughout the week. 
Um, so again, um, and where is he at? He's in Seattle. He's Seattle. not going to be close with Seattle. Yeah. He's no, not going to be. Don't work close. That's the other <laughs> okay, side of the I'm country. Tripping. Okay, I'm like, where is he at? Okay. Um, yeah, so SeattleHipHopRadio.com. You guys can download the um, app on any of your mobile devices, or you can just log on to Seattle Hip Hop Radio on your laptop or on your computer as well to listen to us. Um, again, it's 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday or Friday. And then kind of listen throughout the week. You might be able to catch us throughout the week. Um, and then we are on Spotify, Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Um, we post a new episode every Sunday, um, usually by like 1 o'clock. Mm, I'm going to say about 1.30-ish, depending on how fast the process goes on that. Um, but you guys can catch a new episode on every Sunday. And then you can listen to us throughout the week at your own convenience while you at work, while you working out, while you getting your sweat on because it's the new year. So I know everybody out here trying to get their sweat on now. Trying to uh, build up a um, summer body. They say summer bodies and I'm ba- uh, built in the winter. So let us help you get through that workout. Some of y'all be saying we too long, but hey, that hour and, a, that hour and 30 minutes ago, go quick in the gym. Yeah. So um, that'll help you out. But um, then um, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It is all Mocha Tea Podcast. And if you have any inquiries or we want to book us, we're on mocha t2018 at gmail.com and we are out peace